Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Our reading for this Sunday of the Advent season comes from the Gospel of Matthew, the third chapter. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the gospel of the Lord. Oh, John the Baptist. He just might be the original hellfire and brimstone teacher. His harsh words and his very being just seem to drip with judgment. And he shows up every Advent with the very same call. Repent, he says. For most of the church's history, Advent was not the blue season it is now. I'm talking now about the color of the pyramids in the church sanctuary. We haven't always used blue as the color for those pyramids or the color for the candles that go in the Advent wreath. Meaning, Advent wasn't always a season of hope and eager anticipation. For most of the church's history, Advent was a purple season. We had purple pyramids, purple candles in the Advent wreath. Purple, the same color we use during Lent. Advent was thought of as a penitential season, a season of confession, of self-examination, of sacrifice. Hearing John the Baptist's words that I just read, this makes sense. Repent, he says, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. The call to repentance, the need for repentance, implies what we know to be true. The world is not as God intended. We do not live as God intended. We noted this back when we started our expanded Advent season back on November 13th. 
the wars and insurrections, nation rising against nation, the earthquakes and the famines, all of that is already a present reality. Heartache and suffering and cruelty and greed and power plays characterize far too much of our lives. John the Baptist's call for repentance is a calling out of all that is not as God created it to be. For most of my life, I have thought about repentance as a turning around, facing a completely new and different direction, turning our back on sin and death and turning towards God and life. But I've struggled with this definition because it makes it sound like a binary choice. We either choose a life of sin or we choose a life with God. And my theology says it's way more complicated than that. I am a Lutheran Christian. We live in the both and. We are both saint and sinner. So what might it look like to repent if repentance isn't a simple turnaround. The Franciscan friar Richard Rohr has helped me think about repentance differently. I heard him recently speaking with Brene Brown on her Unlocking Us podcast. I'll link to the full conversation she and Father Richard share uh, in the show notes for this podcast today. But I want to share with you what Father Richard says about repentance. He says, you know that biblical word that's the first word out of Jesus' mouth in Mark and Matthew's gospel is usually translated repent, which is a useless, useless translation. Goes back to the Latin Vulgate penitentium, do penance. But it really, literally in the Greek, which is what the gospels were written in, means change. Change. What's translated in your and my Bible as repent is metanoia, which is move beyond the mind. What I appreciate about Father Richard's explanation is how it helps me understand why it's so easy to hear John the Baptist's call to repentance as a call to shape up, to reform ourselves, to turn our lives around. But repentance is not simply an about-face, turning to go in a new direction. Repentance means a radical reorientation, a whole new perspective, a completely transformed way of relating to the world, a whole new set of guideposts and benchmarks on that journey through life. That's what we need to be ready to receive Jesus, a reorientation. We need to move beyond the existing constructs of our mind, all that we think we know about ourselves and about our God and about how we live in this world. Because Jesus comes to turn it all on its head. And maybe it does take a guy with a crazy diet and questionable wardrobe living in the wilderness to issue this call. Repent. Move beyond what you know or what you think you know. Reorient yourselves to this new reality ushered in by the one who was and who is and who is to come, 
The kingdom of God has come near. Repentance isn't something we do to earn our salvation. Repentance does not somehow make us right with God. Repentance doesn't make this world worthy to receive God. Repentance reorients us so that we can recognize when and where God has shown up. At a holiday party this week, my kids got these really cool 3D glasses. They're just a, a set of you know paper 3D glasses. But when you put them on, it makes any light you look at, like lights on a Christmas tree or even headlights on a car or a stoplight, transform into a certain shape. The pair I wore for worship this week are angel ones. So every light you look at looks like it it gets refocused into these angels that are fluttering through the sky. It's a little hard to describe over a podcast, but seriously, I didn't quite believe or understand it till I looked through these glasses. All of the sudden, ordinary lights become focused into these fun little shapes. I think of repentance sort of like these glasses. Repentance transforms how we see and engage with the world. It reorients us so that we're able to see what we couldn't otherwise see. It's the means through which we have any chance to recognize God's presence and actions among us. Repentance, this reorientation, is what allows us to hear that good news of great joy that the angel brings, or to follow the shepherds to see this thing that has taken place, or to ponder God's promises and treasure them in our hearts along with Mary. Because Jesus, the one for whom we wait, God made flesh, the Messiah, does not conform to our expectations or play by the world's rules, or even become present in ways that we can see with our existing lenses. Moving beyond our current ways of thinking and living and reorienting our perspective to be around God's promises. Repentance understood in this way. That's what makes us ready to receive him. The one for whom we wait is like no one we've ever known. He's the fulfillment of scripture. Isaiah describes him as the one who will renew David's royal line, the stump of Jesse. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. He is the one on whom the Spirit of the Lord shall rest. He will judge with righteousness, and the world as we know it will be transformed into a peaceful coexistence. The wolf shall live with the lamb, cow and bear, calf and lion, and a little child shall lead them all. What a hopeful vision. I think it's helpful that the church over the past century has moved from purple to blue, that we have shifted our Advent emphasis from a penitential season to a hopeful one. Because Jesus' coming is not about what we've done or what we've left undone. Jesus' coming is about eager anticipation for God's transformation of us and of this world. 
Repentance is about moving beyond the limitations of our minds that ask, how can this be? How can we both celebrate that Jesus, who was born 2,000 years ago in a stable in Bethlehem, and wait with eager hope for Christ's coming again? How can we both pray for God's kingdom to come and see the glimpses that it's already here? How can we both eagerly wait for Jesus to transform the world and be part of that transformation even now? This is the work of Advent. This is the work of faith. Thankfully, we are equipped for this work. The baptism that John the Baptist promised Jesus would bring is here for us now. We have been baptized by water and the Spirit. In baptism, we are grafted onto that branch that grows out of the root of Jesse. The Spirit of the Lord rests upon us too, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the Spirit of joy in God's presence. That Spirit gives us new eyes to see the world around us. Like those 3D glasses, that spirit helps us see beyond the brokenness to the peace and love and joy that bursts forth. That spirit reorients us to the height and the depth and the breadth of God's love that is active among us already now. That spirit gives us the hope of bearing fruit worthy of Jesus Christ. And that spirit gives us the hope of being the means through which others might too catch a new glimpse, a glimpse of a new way of being. So friends, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Amen. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at theword at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.